Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to episode 307 of She Podcast, aka The Bedcast. The Bed the bed cast. I'm just going to uh, lean back as well. Yes. you're. Oh, yes. You're bed casting as well. I forgot. Yes. Elsie and I are both in bed, <laughs> but not for any kind of exciting reason. Nor are we together. So. And sadly, we are not together. Although yeah. even if we were, it would probably also not be very exciting. But no, I digress. Would, yes, I know. I don't know. The last time you two ladies were in the bed together and podcasting was one of the funniest episodes that I can ever remember because you would both lean into the microphone. Yeah, we almost bonked heads over. Yeah, it was it was the funniest. Yeah, we laughed. And I think I I think you took off. I don't know how many minutes of us laughing laughing. like 10 minutes because we couldn't get it together. (laughs) Anyway, I'm Jessica Kupferman. The giggling that you hear is from Miss Elsie Escobar. And then, of course, as always, our producer, John Jamingo. What's up, everybody? What? Yeah, this is the most relaxed. I'm looking, I'm trying to vibe, you know, my, the, the goals. I saw a picture of Michelle and Michelle Obama and Barack Obama podcasting, like leaning back and like she has her leg up. And then they have these large, like, Boom arms that are just coming to their faces. Ooh. And it looked so comfortable. And so I think this is my interpretation of what that is. Mm. Chilling, leaning back into pillows at my in-law's house. They have to have 10 people off a ca- off camera, right? It's just not them sitting there. I mean, they probably do, I would think. Yeah. You think that's a set? You don't think that's their pad? No. Their cool pad? No, of course that was their house. I mean, and also, I shared this with John offline and then Jess came in, but I have been a little bit on the, I've been obsessing with Call Her Daddy. And I've been like listening to a lot of different episodes. And then what she does too is that she also releases a video portion of the shows. And yes, there are some times where they will do like a studio. Like there's a studio where she goes in and then her guest goes in the in the studio as well. And then they're like separated. But there's been a couple of times and a couple of episodes where she's gone to a house and she's d- done whoever her guest is. She'll go to their house, but they, and they sit like on a couch separate from each like way on opposite ends and what i've seen them using it's kind of neat it's kind of what i'm doing right now it looks like they're using sm7b's on a holding like a whole i don't even know what it is it kind of looks like this i right now i'm holding i have like a a tripod mic stand that i have put together and i'm holding it with my hand and so they have these interesting sort of they're not desk stands they're like hold stands, I guess. I would say it's like a selfie stick for a microphone. Yeah. Yeah. It's really really thick though. It's not skinny. It's very thick. And she, you, and that's what she, and that's what they use. So it's not like they're not holding the mic, of course, because it's an SM7B and, or at least that's what I say it is. (laughs) It may or may not be. Uh, And that's what she's been doing. So anyway, that's interesting. So I'm kind of Doing a little bit of that, too. I'm leaning back, holding my mic, and uh, chilling. Yes. Yeah, so a boom pole, boom pole, Clara says. A boom pole. That's what is – who knew? That's such a, that's a boom such a good pole. Word. That's a good word. Boom pole is my new favorite word. Boom pole. Yeah. And, and it, it sounds to... dirty, but you can't figure out exactly how. That's why it's good. Yeah. 
So I have been very impressed by the sound because you can tell that uh, they it sounds good. It, you know, the, the entire show sounds really good. And there's no hand noise. And I mean, they're holding on to the thing. Uh, and they're usually very animated. So it's not like the majority of the shows that are being, I can see them. I mean, other than that, that's literally, they just chill out in sweats, on couches, no shoes on, no socks on, all the stuff, just kind of chilling out. I'm realizing right now that because it's balancing on my stomach, when I breathe, <sighs> the camera moves. <sighs> <sighs> no, I can't laugh. I can't laugh. Don't make me laugh. Oh, my God. It'll Honestly. shake all over the place. Well, now if you get excited or you, like, get <gasps> passionate. <laughs> You guys, we can't. Uh, no, no, no. This is not going to be good. This is not no, going to be good. It's, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. Yeah. Um, boom pole. Boom pole. That'll boom be our pole. safe word. That's that should be-, be a sexual safe word. Boom pole. <laughs> I don't know if I could remember that in, in when I was in pain. Boom pole. Boom pole. Boom pole. <laughs> boom pole. <laughs> it does make a good safe word, doesn't it? <laughs> Elsie, can we say that tonight when we're being interviewed, just in case one of us isn't saying the right thing? Uh, Jessica, <laughs> boom pole, boom pole. <laughs> oh, I don't know why that's so funny, but it is. Okay. Oh my gosh, I can't breathe. It is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> so I actually have a big announcement. Oh my gosh, what is it? I'm leaving She Podcast. What stand up comedian? <laughs> okay. No, I'm just kidding. Actually, I I want to tell you I'm pregnant. Oh, where is all this? Where are all these announcements coming from? Well, by the time they listen to this, it'll be after April Fool's Day. Ah, uh, so I can't. I'm telling you, I can't deal with. April I made Elsie choke on her own spit when I said I was uh, pregnant. I well, I've been doing okay. I'm only doing research on getting pregnant when you're 50 because. Knowing me and no, don't say this out loud. You're going to tell. I've already said it out loud many different times. No, so knowing me, I am incredibly like fertile, and so I'm like, oh my god, could I? I would. Don't say it out loud. (laughs) I know, and so I'm just. But it it seems like it seems like it's not possible. I'm a little shocked. I'm I'm a little shocked by that. It seemed like you can if you do all the things, you know, if you go you uh, with IVF and all of the stuff. Like if you if you're on it and you're like I'm, you know, 49, 50, whatever, more than 50 and you want to conceive a child. Of course there you can. Are women who have been able to do it. So again, yes. all power to you. Go for it, do your thing. I was trying to do the research on whether or not you could have an oopsie. When you're 50, that's, that was my, so that's what I was looking for. I wasn't, I'm not like, you know, planning on it. All I'm saying is like, can no, but you? Is it possible that you're, are you researching for birth control purposes? Or no. are you feeling like you don't need that now because you're an old lady or what? No, First I'm just, all, you're not 50 I'm yet. having, a, I'm having a healthy time with my uh, lovely other half. I see. And well, I instead of having an oopsie, why can't we just why can't you just go have him have a snipsy and then you don't have to worry about that anymore? <laughs> snipsy. Not every man is willing to have a yeah, snipsy. Yeah, I'm not sure. Like, I don't know. 
Maybe it would make them talk less, Elsie. Maybe we could try it. Both what? Scott and Randy. No, dude. Does it? Them... I don't want to talk about. If you stop the happy time and say you won't do this anymore until the snipsy happens, there will be an appointment made that week. No, why should we all be punished? No, 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 no. That is not, I'm not okay. stopping anybody. Plus, I don't even time. know what it does. Does what? So, if you have a snipsy, does that make your tes- testosterone go down? No, no. No, it just stops the. It just stops the boys from reaching the end of the tunnel. Right. They're all. <laughs> that's it. That's it. You've blocked it off with like some orange cones and they can no longer. Right. It's basically like that big ship that got stuck in the Suez Canal. Mm. All the other ships behind it can't get through. I see all the jokes, but. Nothing else stops. Right. That's not my. I Hey, listen, that's not my. That's like their choice. It's not my choice. But alas, though, I think that I don't know. I don't think I can. And I was just like, wow, that's (laughs) interesting. I hope you can't. Right. Can we now move into maybe a little bit of podcasting news? That would be amazing. The news you can use for the informed podcaster. Podcasting news. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So uh, as of this past week, the biggest podcasting news is that now there is another what I would say another directory another big sort of app destination for podcasts that has not previously been there which is Samsung podcasts and it's not particularly like um it's not quite at this moment like uh Apple podcasts which is you know inside of the ecosystem for Apple that now, whenever you buy a specific um, Apple device, like an iPhone, the Apple, Apple podcast is already in there. This is for some of the Sam, Samsung um, devices. And they are the Galaxy, the primarily the Galaxy devices, Galaxy S21, the Galaxy S20, Galaxy Note 20, Galaxy S10, and the Galaxy Note 10. Um, so any of you who happen to be listening or watching or whatevs, um, if you're listening or watching, yay, Cheryl, if you are listening or watching and you have one of these, I would love to see what it looks like. And if you would like to call us and leave us some feedback about it, it would be amazing. There were 100, uh, so they had some, um, partners in the in the biz, if you will, in the podcast hosting spaces. And Libsyn was one of the partners. And um, Libsyn launched with 100 of our shows that were submitted into Samsung. And, you know, she podcast is one of them, which is fantastic Yay. and really great. So we do have, uh, we have it there. And of course, I haven't been able to see it because I do not have a Samsung device. And so this, it's, it's like there's a listen. It, it makes zero sense. Now I feel like, I feel like what Apple, you know, iPhone owner, I mean, excuse me, Android owners generally feel because this is totally like it says, you know, Libsyn. It's in the listen tab of Samsung free. Mm-hmm. And you're like, okay, cool. Like you're just, you're going to just repeat it because that's, it seems like that's what it is. So it's in the listen tab. So, yay. <laughs> yay. Um, so I hope it's there. And uh, so that's exciting. That just means that Android users 
or at least Android users, I don't know how expensive the Galaxy tabs or the, you know, Galaxy devices are. It might be a higher, is that a higher end kind of thing, John? Do you know anything about? Well, yeah, it is one of the better ones. But see, so I still have my Android phone, the Google Pixel. That way I can always turn it on and test things out and I update Mm -hmm. the stuff. So uh, I did go to see if I can get it on mine and I cannot. So it it is a Samsung thing. But here's the thing, like all these new destinations are coming out and you go to use them and the interfaces, I'm not saying this is because I have no idea, I haven't seen it yet, but the interfaces are horrible. They're hard to listen to, especially if you have a favorite one. Like for me, it's overcast. You can do all these crazy things. Like if you know somebody has like two minutes of commercials and a 30 minute intro, you can just start the podcast at 2.30 and every time you hit the play, it's right into the show. I just think that when you find something that you fall in love with, are you going to go try something new? I don't think you will. I don't know. But this, but see, people will find it. Yeah. But, uh, but uh, this isn't for those of us who are already, you know, committed in committed relationships, John. Correct. This is for people who have not committed to a relationship with podcasts. Right. And so it's like they are, yeah, they're just starting a process of discovering what these things are. And one of the reasons that it's so great for Samsung. Um, the this specific uh, stepping into the industry is because this is built in. They don't have to go and get a, they don't have to download anything. It's already built into these devices. And so it's going to be there and they're going to be able to listen to these shows. They don't know what they don't know. At this point, most people, I mean, p- people, some people that aren't particular uh, podcast listeners just listen to podcasts because people started talking about them, not because they are podcast listeners. So this is, again, outside of the norm And it's more, again, making the pie bigger versus getting you to go listen there. That's, I don't, I really don't think that that's a thing. It's sort of like, oh, my podcast can be there now. And that's it. I know, but I always think that I'm going to be lured away from my smoking hot podcast app, Overcast. (laughs) You won't. And I go over because it's like, hey, yeah, hey, babe, let me take a look. And I'm like, (laughs) you know what? No, nah. No, it's like, and I'm totally, I exactly, like, I am so used to my, I use Castro, and I love Overcast as well. So I have use cases for both, but my everyday consumption is Castro. So any step that is beyond what I'm used to, I immediately, I'm like, I, I break up with you. It's like, nope. It's not going to, we're, we're never going to work. Like it immediately does that. So I, because I know that behavior, I know how much time I have. And I know that I'm not going to be figuring out all the stuff. And for Castro, we do all the, they have that same thing too, where you, where you have like your premium user, you can immediately, you can do a per podcast and, and do exactly what you said. This is one of my favorite podcasts. They open up and the intro is a minute and it's annoying as all get out. I can just skip the intro. Exactly. And be done with it. And it, it automatically does it for you because it's set at the at the app level. So it saves me so much time and wanting to pull my hair out because there are some shows um, that I'm just like, Ugh, make exactly. this intro go away or there's way too many commercials. I agree. I'm so tired of people in their intros and their intro music and their ladies and gentlemen. You know, I feel like it's, it, might, it could be a trend. But lately, when I have a client, I sort of tell them, drop the intro. Definitely drop the voiceover guy. Because it's just, it's such a waste of 
your and space. And it needs to be shorter. Like that's one thing that I've noticed. It's great. Like if you had that longer intro for our show, it would be amazing to have that as as part of your trailer, right? It, it would be like the first episode. Yeah. Welcome to whatever. It's a podcast about blah, 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 and blah, 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 right? It doesn't, it, but if you can do it in 15 seconds, yeah, you're golden. If it's anything longer than that, I can tell you from being somebody who works and listens to a lot of podcasts and oftentimes I'm doing consulting on people's work and I often listen to more than two, sometimes up to five, sometimes I go crazy when I really love the show and I listen to the entire back catalog that I have to say the majority of the time I end up skipping the first minute or so of almost every podcast because they don't realize, I think people think like, this is my show. They don't realize how annoying that is when somebody's yeah. binge listening and the shorter the show is, the worse it is. So like for the feed, I do have an intro that is the same-ish at the beginning, but it's like a 90, it's like a 60 to 90 minute show. So if you're binging on it, it's not going to be as intrusive. I used to have this whole pump up for Lady Business Radio. Do you remember? I loved it. <laughs> I but imagine binging it. I mean, it was not short. No, it wasn't. But I short. mean, the purpose of it was just to get people psyched. Yeah, no. But the thing the show, is, but... with the list, I liked it. But I also, I also didn't binge listen to your show. Right. I I listened to a few. Like, why would you? No, because the okay. the thing okay. with with your show is that I picked and choose like. Chose. It's like, yeah, and I picked and chose it not because of the guests, but because of the guest plus Jessica. Right. So I had heard like a lot of the guests that you had have been on other shows and yeah. I was like, I'm not interested, but a Jessica interview is a different thing. So that's why I listened to that, those episodes, so but I was very specific. I was like that one, that one, that one, that one, that one, that one. <laughs> So, but I wasn't binging, but, but it's true. And, and I think when it comes to shorter shows, like particularly anything that's a 20 minute show, a 10 minute show, you must get that intro super short because if not, people are not going to binge it and, and you're going to be an, you're going to be the annoying person that it's like, oh my God, I can't stand that. Yeah. It's, I'm used to that, but yeah. A brand new show. If you have one that just kind of describes the show real quick, almost like an elevator pitch. Yeah. If it's a brand new show. So then when you listen to it, it says, okay, this is the show and we're going to talk about this. Okay. I get that. But then after 25, 30 episodes, you might want to just have a new intro. Everybody's skipping it. If it's mm -hmm. more than 30 seconds, everybody's hitting that button or timing it out. But in the very beginning, if it's a brand new podcast and a podcast that nobody knows what it's about. It, if you have like a short elevator pitch in the beginning, I think it does work pretty well. I don't know. Yeah. It it, yeah. it it depends because a lot of my favorite shows have no, they have no description at the beginning. It's just like the, the little, the music. I don't think you need it anymore. And then it just really starts. Don't. And then we just do our thing. Mind you though, Jess, it does depend. It depends on what you're doing, why you're doing your show. There are some shows that it's great if you do have that intro, but it has to be succinct and it has to be super short. But even the more businessy ones, like one of my, I talked about this show so many different times and I, every time I listen, I'm always like, I want to show, it's like I have show envy. Like it's the show that I love the way that Aww. it's produced. 
It's uh, it's called Marketplace Tech. It's a 10 to 15 minute show. And the way that it's outlined, it is on point, man. And the minute the music starts, she starts talking. She takes like by the first, like, I think in less than sec- 60 seconds, I know exactly what the show is about. I know exactly what that episode is about. I know what's going to be covered. And on we go. Like it's, it gets, and I'm like, Ooh, that sounds like a great, like a great thing. And she, like her pitch at the beginning of every episode is phenomenal. Yeah. Really, she has an interview, and she has takeaway. In a fifth, like cool. a third, this last episode I just listened to was thirteen minutes, and I felt like I listened to like a sixty-minute in-depth whatever. She's so yeah. good, so it can That's be done, cool. but it takes it's well thought out, and it's a daily show. I don't know how they do that. And then the other thing I like too is if they pull a clip from the interview, like a little piece of the interview. Yeah, kind of yeah. almost like a teaser, like a bait. Now, here it is. And, and I'm like, oh, I want to hear that. Oh, I like that. But then if you, you listen to it, you take the chance where you put that in there and they're like, nah, and they just click off and it's over. Yeah. Mm. I mean, it's like two. Yeah, whatevs. But I I actually, this woman <laughs> was very upset this weekend. There was a woman who was, ve- there was, there was a, a, a woman who was very upset that her show was not released. And so I... Mind you, on weekends, like I, I have to field a lot of these requests that are coming up from folks that are having a hard time. And I looked at her show really quick just to see that whatever she was saying was true, because a lot of people don't really know what they're saying either. So you kind of have to feel that out. So I went and found her show and I downloaded it just to listen. She had a minute and 30 seconds of music. Oh, no. I kept on pushing that like the the go forward. And I'm like... Does she talk? Does she talk on this thing? A minute 30. Who's going to keep... That's a lot. That's a lot, right? That could be the most amazing music. And a minute 30 is still too... It's way too long. It's way too long with no talking. Like, I could understand a minute 30 of music with, like, a voiceover or something. Right? do not approve. But I agree. I agree. So... I will ask from folks who happen to have any kind of Galaxy device that is, uh, you know, supporting the Samsung podcasts to send us a, some voice feedback over at feedback at shepodcast.com so that we can share your thoughts on it um, and see how it goes. Now, we are going to have a link in the show notes that is a Libsyn blog post. So it is a little bit biased towards Libsyn. If you are hosted on Libsyn, you can read that blog post and then you can request to be added to the list once they start to add more people into the the Samsung Podcasts um, directory, or I think that's what it's, I don't even know if it's a directory, an app, a, whatever it is, because right now it's not open. It's not like a general public kind of thing, like anybody can just sign up. So I will have that All there. Right. All right. So what else is happening? So this next thing here is, again, Libsyn-centric. Sorry. It's all Libsyn-newsy type thing. Is this the feed? What are you – what are we – This is not – I know. It's not the feed. But this is actually going to – like these are – this is affecting people beyond, you know, just the normal oh, stuff. Oh, sure. Just use it up. Just Yes, I'm ahead. using it up. So Libsyn 5 is at the time of this recording, maybe, yeah, I guess at the time of this recording, you can go to 5.libsyn.com if you go to that URL and you can sign if you're a Libsyn user. So this is for Libsyn users. 
you can go to that URL and you can sign in using your existing username and password, like what you already use. You can sign in and then you can see what Libsyn 5 looks like. And it is a like the new publishing behind the scenes interface, the new publishing dashboard. It has all of the things that you knew you need in order to get your show out. So anything that has to do with destinations, anything that has to do with adding artwork, anything that has to do with publishing a file, uh, what else? Uh, uh, there's a, a you know the HTML5 player that we've been using for a while that we have on our on the on our blog. You can you can use that. And there's also a new podcast page that you can also have access to, which is a lot more streamlined. It's very slick, it's mobile friendly, and it has all these really fun things on it. So anyway, that is what you can have for uh, and 5, and it's accessible for you now. Mind you, it is not finished. So there are some things that are, as of now, not yet released that are not in and 5. You still have access to and 4, so you can go through whichever one you want to go to. It's not like, you know, how when you go inside of Facebook or Twitter and it says, you know, pick the new Facebook and then you click the little knob and then you're kind of stuck with the new one. It's not like that. You can actually log into login.libsyn.com, which is Libsyn 4. And then there is 5.libsyn.com, which is Libsyn 5. And they are just, they're separate. You can still use both and they talk to each other. It's the same sort of back end ish I guess. So you can find all the things. The reason that I'm still with Libsyn 4, I mean, I know Libsyn 5 and I've been going into Libsyn 5 for almost everything. But the thing that I don't do is because I like to, whenever we cross post to Facebook and LinkedIn and Twitter and stuff like that, you can personalize those places in the publishing workflow. You can personalize what you want to say. So if I I can actually put, I put a little mini uh, summary of our episode every time it goes out. In Libsyn 5, you can't do that yet. It's a feature everybody's requesting. So they're going to be adding all of these things slowly but surely. But that's something that on Libsyn 5, if I were to just publish to all those destinations, all that it would show would be the title of the episode. So it would just be like the title of the best episode, like, you know, episode, what is this? 309. Is that right? 307. So it'll be like episode 307, whatever the title is, that's it. Like it won't have anything else in it. And and that is one of the things that I have been waiting for. And that's like my big thing. The thing that I'm like, come on, guys, give this to me and I'll be in there all day, every day. <laughs> so, okay. so, but from now on, though, if anybody opens up a Libsyn account, they're going to go straight into Libsyn 5. That's really the big news. You, it's like new interface. You haven't even, you guys haven't gone in it. Have you gone I in it, John? See. I'm trying right now and I can't find it. <laughs> you can't I- find 5.libsyn.com? Five dot com, right? Yeah, like that. You spell it out. F I V E. Yeah, not five as in the number five. Five dot com, and you just sign in with your own stuff and all of the things. And oh, I'm in. How about that? Are you guys laughing? Do you see something? Do you see things now? I'm in. Why would we laugh at you? You're never funny. (laughs) (laughs) You are hilarious. No, I like it. I like it a lot. I'm going to send this to you. I haven't, um, I just texted you the new, the feed website, or it's like the podcast page. It's not, I haven't gone in there in like 
customized it, you know, and like changed fonts and things like that. You can do that. Um, and also for Libsyn 5, there's a branding area. You know how Canva has the little branding area where you can pick all your colors and you pick all your fonts yeah, and stuff like yes. that? So Libsyn 5 has that as well. They'll Ooh, And so they'll add a little area. No yeah. So you can pick all your little colors and you can pick, they have Google fonts in there too. So you can pick the Google font that you want to go with your with your stuff. Yeah, look at that. See? There's like the so feed.lipson.com. Cool. Um, it would looks change, great. Yeah, I would change, like, I'm not sure I like the white. Like, I'd rather have Different, like a dark so. mode. But, I mean, all I'm saying is I haven't big, gone in there and done anything. This is what it did. But it, big, huge difference. It's, yeah, it's very nice. So yeah. I'm, I'm super, super happy. And then again, it's really Yay. easy to like have people subscribe to your show and all the great places. Anyway. Mm-hmm. That's all I have podcasting related news. I think that is there anything else that you want to talk about, Missy? I know it's just that I'm just saying. I mean, yeah, we have been recording for an hour, but we didn't get a chance to talk about our troll, but we can do that next time. No, we can like. talk about the troll right now. I'm just saying I don't or think we have we enough time. Or we can talk about it right now. Or we can talk about the troll. That's so, fine. We that was our first it. troll. That was our first we, pro. But before can we before we get into the troll folks, I think that one thing that we did not mention uh, at the beginning of the show at all, uh, we mentioned that Jess was on her bed and we mentioned that I was also on my bed, which yeah. is kind of weird because you didn't know why we were on our beds. So I will well, I tell, we tell did to say you why. I guess we I didn't. We forgot no, we that did. part. Yeah. So then therefore they're hearing a different quality in uh, an audio from Jess, but I'll let Jess tell the story. I'm going to tell my story really quick. Um, we came to Pittsburgh for the week. And mm-hmm. um, we came almost specifically so that I could go to the dentist. So that was that's another story for another day. But we so I'm in Pittsburgh. And when I'm in Pittsburgh, I don't really have a place where I can go record. So I'm in uh, the bedroom that we all sleep in uh, Nanny's house. And I have a little table and I have all my stuff set up. And this is really the only place that I have in the house where I can come record. And it is a bed. There are no desks. There's nothing in this room that would be a better place for me to record at the moment. So that is why I'm on my bed. You go now. I am on my bed because I, for the life of me, could not connect to Wi-Fi in my office. We have a separate router that is in the dining room which is as close to my office as it could get it just was not connecting and not connecting most likely that's because we lost power a bunch of times yesterday because we had a big storm so rather than stay downstairs where my husband my son my mother-in-law and my housekeeper are i decided i would come upstairs for the quiet something that i get so rarely and the internet speed oh and the internet speed's really good up here yes thank you Mm-hmm. But also the quiet. All I think about is solitude and quiet. So, yeah. That is nice. And therefore, now is... we can move on to the troll. The troll. I, I hope the, that Jess doesn't the, fall the, asleep as she's talking about I, You know, I am in bed. It's like it's like muscle memory, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. It just happens, I think. All right. Well, the troll, though. The troll's not going to make you fall asleep. So last week, we were streaming via... As you do via YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. Now, on Twitter, when you live stream, you do Periscope, which, as far as I can tell, no one uses. 
ever. Right. And it's going to be actually, it's going to go away March 31st. So it'll already be dead by the time this show goes live. But before that happened, we had to have a troll come on. Yeah. So what we were discussing at the time was Elsie not allowing us to do something. Pineapples, not use pineapples. Yes. She had forbidden pineapples from the branding because although I feel they are welcoming, there is some kind of underlying cultural misappropriation happening with pineapples. I found out swingers use them to say that they're swingers. Who knew? I remember that now. Well, all right. You say that, that's totally true. But yeah, so I was saying that. So then the troll, someone from Periscope who I thought was participating, called her a Nazi and said, Elsie the Nazi. And I was like, well, wait a second. She's not that. At first, I thought he was on my side. So I laughed. Yeah, me too. Because I was like, what a silly dude. that he I thought he was being silly, but still, you don't be silly with Nazis, mind you. But then he called me pork chop. And I just like for a minute there. And if you were watching during the video, I went like this. And I just sat there for a minute because I didn't even know what to say because no one's ever. The only time I've ever been made fun of for my weight was at John Lee Dumas's roast. And I wrote those jokes. (laughs) I mean, like I, I wrote my own fat jokes. So. I was shocked. And then he kept calling me mouth breather. It was really interesting to see that because the first thing, you know, with the whole Nazi calling, we kind of like pseudo laughed. Pseudo was like, what else? You know, and just and like you just kind of like what you just kept going. Right. Mm -hmm. And then when when I saw that, I think what happened is like that instantly got our our response like that instantly got a response. And so when he saw that, it was like, gotcha. And he just went all started in. hammering the yeah. feed with he it. He just yep. started hammering. And it was like pork chop, pork chop, pork chop, pork chop. It was Mouth awful. breather, oh, mouth breather, God. mouth breather. And just went, I mean, not, he wasn't just saying the word. He was no, like. but I also insulted him. I said he was obnoxious and stupid and I could always lose weight. I don't think he was listening at that point. I think I he was just. I don't know if he was. Yeah. I help probably. Yeah. And. And mind you, when he saw that, it was like really, the, yeah. So it was like an invitation almost. It so, was an invitation. So immediately, yeah. John was like, "I'm going to get rid of him." And then Elsie and I just went about taping. You know, we just like kept running the show like nothing was happening. Right. And I was trying not to look at the comments, but it's like looking at a you know train wreck full of you know right. murder. You can't help it. So I kept yeah. like I kept peeking just to go back and forth to see if the guy was gone and Elsie and I were like all of a sudden we were like super engaged with what was going on because we were like trying to like block out the fact that we had a troll and someone was getting rid of that person it was like very stressful it was very stressful and I like I had to change to the private chat because I was like I cannot look at and, and the thing is and so here's the problem everybody which was like something that we found via StreamYard which we love is that when you're on StreamYard, you don't have a compiled, the comments that are happening in all the different places, we can see all of them ourselves. Like we can see all of your threaded comments or everybody talking in one place and we can see where they're coming from. But you, as somebody who's watching, those of you who are on Facebook can see the other people on Facebook. Those of you who are on YouTube can see the other people on YouTube, but you can't see each other. You can if we would have embedded that in another place, which we are not doing. So 
the thing is that we can't like just kick those people out. Like if we wanted to kick one of you guys out right now, how do you even do that? Like we would have to go to each individual place and kick you out there. So from here, Jess would have to go and log into YouTube, look at the comments, find the person and then block them or remove them via that specific place. We're not doing, we're not monitoring all the different places and all the stuff. And Periscope is even more challenging because Periscope is an app. Right. You know, it's like, it's this kind of an app. So you have to not only be signed in as your account, meaning our, the sheep, we had to be as a, you had to be signed in as a sheep podcast, like as sheep Mm -hmm. podcast in order for you to get access to that. And it was just not okay. Not okay. I missed half the show. When I edited the show, I was like, I don't even remember them talking about this because I was so focused on trying to get rid of him. And I was I was searching through Twitter to find his username and block him. And I was even in the She Podcast Twitter account and he would not come up under my searches. And I was like, am I doing this right? Am I like every letter? I'm checking every letter because his name was like real long and I couldn't find him. So finally, I just said, you know what? Sorry, Twitter. You don't get the show anymore. And I just deleted the tweet was the only way to stop it. Yeah, it was awful. I was trying to figure out if I how I felt about it. <laughs> like I was sitting there thinking about whether or not I should feel something about it or if I should just let it go or if I should be upset or if I should ignore it. And there was a lot, you know, and then I posted in She Podcast what happened. And I did hear, you know, I, I just wanted to kind of like let people know that it happened, like without as much emotion as possible but i still got a lot of like don't let him steal your joy (laughs) which i was like he's not gonna steal my joy but it certainly made me grouchy like it made me very grouchy for the rest of the day yeah i was pissed and And also we got a we got a lot of folks too though jess that were like periscope is infamous for that like we got so many people saying exactly when i was in periscope this happened to me like it seems that the behavior that when trolls are left to their own devices and they have an in, they will just continue to do that, right? They're, it's like, oh, this is a great place where I can do the things. Whereas on, you know, Facebook Lives and, and YouTube has had to deal with this at a much larger scale. So I think the way that things like that are managed is a lot better. And I yeah. feel that also folks can monitor themselves even more, right? They can tag, they can flag people. They can make sure like there's stuff happening in that respect there. But, and even with, you know, with Facebook, one thing that's really great with them is that you can not necessarily even delete comments, but you can hide comments. So that's also a good thing because sometimes when you delete a comment, it sends a message to them and it could actually escalate things even more because it's sort of like, why did you take me out? But if some, if you hide their comment, they think they're still there, but nobody else can see what they're saying. So it's even better because they're like, and nobody's responding. And so they kind of feel like really dumb. (laughs) (laughs) right look Tamara look at what she said she said Periscope is toxic glad it's shutting down so I have a feeling that that was a that was a thing and yeah it is totally shutting down as of tomorrow that March 31st we're recording on the Monday or the 29th so I think on the 31st it's going to be gone 
I agree. But. It was a little bit toxic, but yeah. I was panicked. I could not get this guy. Off. I was like, why can't I find him? Am I doing something wrong? You know, am I the, you know, slow down, breathe, mm-hmm. make sure you get the name right and all. And then finally Aww. I was like, this is enough. I've had enough. I'm just going to kill the whole, I'm just going to delete the tweet and then he's done. Yeah. I'm just, just going to shut yeah. the whole thing down. I've been on podcasts as a guest and it's a comedy somewhat podcast and there are a lot of trolls in the comments and they're just rolling through and you and you same thing like Elsie says you got to just almost put something over them mm-hmm. so you can't see them because you cannot not look at them you can't yeah. stop it's like, yeah it's like watching a murder happen right before your very eyes it was impossible to look away at least for me it was it's like i don't know if i if i don't think that that's like a that's the right metaphor for me. I think the the it was sort of like <laughs> sorry the the way that that is. It's sort of like when you know somebody, it's getting hurt. Like somebody's gonna get hurt. Like if somebody's hurting Aww. somebody that you love, and you Aww. can't, you can't do anything about it. It's like yeah, and so that's where the panic comes from. Where it's like it's happening, it's happening, and then and and so there's one way of our behavior, and I think this is what we we're discussing before. There's like the streaming stuff. There's this stuff like we're we're here and people are seeing us, and we're doing a show. Like we're we're having one conversation, but yeah. the inside of me was like, how do I make that stop? This is just totally not okay. And so you go through awful. like yeah. fear and anxiety and like pissed off and. And confusion and totally not able to concentrate because you're thinking three or four other thoughts at the same time that we're trying to have a conversation. And John, I have to say, after I heard the episode afterwards, I was like, okay, I don't, I didn't sound so totally out of it because I honestly thought, I can't remember what we talked about. Like I, I had blanked out. I don't know how you did it. My mouth was opening and we were talking about stuff. And I thought, I don't even know if I made sense. Like I thought, oh my gosh, I probably sound like I'm not paying attention. Like I really thought like there was no end to the thoughts. But then after I listened, I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I, I did too, make sense. I was like having an out of body experience. Yeah, it was sort I of I don't like remember that. the rest of the show. I have no idea what we talked about. Yeah. It's exactly. Me neither. And that's why when I listened back, I was like, I was pleasantly surprised <laughs> that it wasn't as sucky as I thought it was. I just also was curious whether or not the people who were watching could tell that it yeah, was Yeah, that there like, was did something. Did they know or? I think they knew something was going on, but they weren't sure what it was. Right. Because I was off into not even paying attention. I'm using my phone to try to, to ban, you know, to get in there and ban them. And that wasn't working. And I had turned my microphone down because I was cursing because I couldn't <laughs> find out where this guy was. Yeah. And and then I'm like, and then I just said, screw it. I'm just killing. The, I'm killing. Yeah. I thought whole, to myself, can I yeah. kill the tweet? And when I saw I could delete the tweet, I said, okay, that's that's what we're doing right now. We're deleting the tweet. But yeah, it, yeah. and again, so I don't even know how long it took, but it felt like it took an hour. It was crazy yeah, and, how long it And felt. I think that the it other did. thing that was like, you know, when people are telling us uh, or on the post that you did on, on She Podcast, it's like, you know, people are saying like, don't let them steal your joy. I have to say that that's the first thing that left, you know, because it we is. started we started the show. That's exactly we, what happened. He yeah. stole our joy. Yeah. Immediately. Immediately. 
we were laughing. I forgot how we started, but it was like hilarious. I remember I felt mm-hmm. so happy. I had like every time we get on yeah. and we have conversations, it's hilarious. It's funny. We we I enjoy it, right? And I thought like, oh my god, this is so great. And then it was it really felt like it was like. Whoosh, like it stole our joy. Like it stole my joy. Like I'm like, I don't know if I want to do this anymore. Well, that's why <laughs> I know? thought if it's I like... brought that stupid mask on today that oh. it would make you laugh because I almost just wore a hoodie. I was very tempted to wear it and just cover my face because I got to be honest it's... with you, Jess. I forgot about it. I, I forgot, forgot about, about it the whole too. Thing. I I know when I saw that, I didn't. It didn't even register. My, what no. I what registered to me was like, why is she outside? Oh, well, that's because I, yeah. And then I thought, why is she wearing a mask? It was a pink mask. I didn't even read it. I thought it was funny. It doesn't matter how many times you're told he's not worth it. He's bored. He's this. He's that. Like, I don't give a fuck about him. I care that that's the thing he got me on because it's true. Because I feel like it's true. And as a result. It stole my joy, probably stole our joy because mm-hmm. it was that. Yep. It wouldn't have stolen my joy if it was because I was Jewish or short or had frizzy hair. But that is the one thing that I, I'm not sensitive about it because obviously I have a fucking mirror so I can see that I'm a, I don't want to say a pork chop, but I can see that I'm fluffy mm-hmm. or, you know, spread out or what's the other word I use? Smushy. My new one is smushy. I can see that I'm smushy, but I'm also like, I have been mindfully trying to work on it. And so it sort of undid a lot of the mind games I've been playing about. Uh, Right. No, no. I You you don't know this, Elsie, but for other people who have ever tried to lose weight or weren't comfortable in their body, you start thinking, well... You start plotting out a strategy like I'm going to drink more water and I'm not going to eat between this hour and this hour. And then I'm going to cut, you know, like there's a strategy that's always in the front of your mind that you have to pay attention to in order to not eat everything you want or not eat your emotions or not eat mindlessly. If you're in front of the television, like you have to think about it constantly. And so that's the one thing I think about a lot. And it just kind of like Put it right, you know, kind of like how Isaac was like, look at this pillow. Like, that's kind of what right. it did to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Only about my weight and it hurts. Right. It just it hurt. That hurt, even though he didn't hurt me. Does that make sense? Yes. Like, no, I understand. It's like it is I didn't that give thing. give him power, but like right. it hurt. Yeah. And I think that, no, but I, I, yes, there's been times when it's the, it's the thing that at least for me that I've fought back or it's like it hurts so much when I recognize it within myself. Where it's like you hate it. It's sort of like, I guess another real simple way to think about it is like if you are as a kid, this used to happen to me all the time when I was a a little kid, where I was like, you know what? I should really make my bed. You know, and I had that thought, I should really make my bed. And I was coming into the bedroom to make my bed. And then my mom would go, can you please make your bed? And I was like, and then I got really pissed and I didn't make my bed. (laughs) Because I'm like, don't tell me what to do. I mean, it was... Obviously, that's not exactly right, but it's that feeling of like, I know. Yes. I know. Like, you don't have to tell me. I already know. 
Jess and I what had Elsie in one of those predicaments where we were talking about something that she didn't want us to talk about. And she was trying to shut us down. And we were like, I don't know why she's so upset about this. It's only a piece of fruit. And then we were kind of going back and forth. And Elsie's going, stop it. <laughs> so it's, we don't usually get Elsie in that kind of condition anymore. No, it it, it no. was kind of fun. And it stole the joy out of that. Yeah. Yeah. It so, stole it yeah. out of everything. Yeah, it's we were talking about that's right, the pineapple. I couldn't even make fun of her about being an, uh, a taskmaster, a pineapple that's taskmaster. That's right. We never, that's what it was. It's like we never finished that thought. That argument. And I, that, that argument. That little argument. Yeah, it was, it was like, interu- it was interrupted in the Our middle of the thing. train of thought, everything. Yeah. Just... I couldn't even finish the thought. I remember, now I remember, because it was like, <laughs> I was about to say like the whole finished thought and then it sucked it out of my brain. I was like, uh, you guys may oh not God. realize this and I'm only going to say it because I'm sure I'm not the only person that does this and I'm doing it right at this moment, actually. You don't realize though, like when you get to a point where you're, you know, I do Facebook lives at least one, if not two a week, because we do QA, how, you know, I can see myself, like, I'm very self-conscious about how much of my chin is showing, what angle I'm showing myself, like, it is on my mind every second that I am live. Every second you guys can see me, I'm thinking about who thinks I look fat and how fat do I actually look and is it embarrassing fat or is it just like normal cute fat, you know, and am I like bordering between cute fat and circus fat and like, how you know, like it's like it's constant. It is constant. So and not only that, but like I also have avoided doing video for fun. I used to like do Instagrams and Snapchat chats and TikToks, you know, there's a billion people on TikTok who are just lip syncing to other people's audio. And I could do that. No problem. But I feel too unseemly to do it. And then I look at other people do it. And I'm like, well, that person's ugly as hell. I'm not (laughs) ugly. I'm just fat. (laughs) I mean, and that makes no sense. But in your head, you're like, how come this ugly person feels so great about how they look and they should wear a bag over their head and I, you know, I'm fluffy, but I mean, I'm not frightening to look at and here I, you know, and yet I can't bring myself to do it. It really, it kind of brought all that to the surface too. Like, what do I even, who am I hiding from? If that's going to happen anyway to my face, then right. what do you then what do you hide for? Why bother hiding if someone's just going to be like you're fat? Like okay, well, fine, I'm fat. Well, I have Whatever. to say though, I mean, yes, I get that, but at the same time though, when somebody gets that thing that really you have feelings, very strong feelings about those that thing that you person. Okay, there was a word that my ex used to call me. All the, I'm not going to say the word, but there was a word that he would always say to me. That was very, it made me feel very insecure and it made, and it hit me in places where I didn't quite know how I felt. Like it was a, it was a place where I had no sense of confidence. Like I had no sense of who I was and I didn't quite do it. And he would do that when we were fighting or when there was a specific thing that he wanted me to do. It was how he manipulated me. Mm -hmm. And so the more he said this word over and over, the more I believed it. The more that yeah. I believed it and the more it messed with who I was as a person. Yes. And so 
I challenge that you're saying if somebody keeps calling you fat in these, in whatever live things, if there are more trolls coming in and there's people who pile on each other and they just go off on you, I don't think you're going to be like, oh, whatever. I think it's going to hurt. Yeah. I can't, as your friend, say, just do it and put yourself in a place where it doesn't matter what they say to you. Like, I would say go in safe places. Like, you know, with She Podcast or like our community here is for the most part pretty safe. Uh, it feels comfortable. And and so does the Super Squad. It feel that's like a it's, a, it's a safe place. I don't know if I would be open to just going out to all the places and being like, hello, here I am all doing the lip sync. Because right. it doesn't matter. They're going to hit you where you feel the most yeah. uncomfortable. They're going to do it. But two days later, I had an epiphany. And yes, I you did. It, and I every, think that's related. Dude. Maybe. You did. You did. But mind you, Jessica, every time epiphanies. I know. But now when I'm looking at you, Jess, you are slowly disappearing into like a puddle <laughs> Like every time I look over I'm at you, melting. you're like melting. And then like the top is like getting bigger. And then I only see the top of your head. Like you're like. You're right. My fuzz. Yeah, it's true. But My there's like all this space, like from here to the thing. You're like slowly becoming smaller. I'm like, what it's the true. heck's going that on? Better? Yes, that's much better. I was like, what's happening? I know, it's like, you, the show you know, is over when Jess slitters from the screen. I know she slithered. It's like she dropped <laughs> I bet you guys it. I like, didn't know that I could do an impression of a pat of butter melting. <laughs> oh my god, Jess! Honestly, <laughs> it's a good impression. You have to admit. Oh. <laughs> you know, when I lose weight, I won't be able to do that impression anymore. But for now, it's pretty funny. <laughs> I think we can all sort of do that. But anyway, um, all right, not you, but that's fine. You keep telling yourself that. Anyway, so yeah, so then I had an epiphany about apathy and how, you know, I should stop trying to act like I don't care about anything because it actually does hurt you when you're apathetic about everything. Yeah. And I think that that's probably what triggered that, you know, that I've spent so long denying that I cared about stuff that was really bothering me because it was like a survival tactic. It was Mm -hmm. a way for me to function was by being apathetic to what was going on around me because my daughter was sick and she was doing things that I couldn't handle. And I mean like logically and logistically I could handle what she was doing enough to fix it. But emotionally I just built this wall that prevented me from having real feelings about what was happening. And that kind of stayed there when she passed away and it kind of stayed there after she passed away, but it kind of seeped into other things. It seeped into how often I do my hair or how often I do makeup or how often I buy myself clothes or how often I do my nails or do I care about what my house looks like? If there's something broken, I don't care if it's fixed. If there's a room that, you know, if there's, if I buy art for a wall, it could sit there for six months because I don't care if it goes up. Like it seeps into everything. It seeped into our business. It seeped into our podcast. I mean, I mean, I don't know how much apathy I had before this, but like, (laughs) I'm just like, yeah, I'm going to do the show notes now. Well, wait a minute. I'm not that. I don't care that much yet. But like, but it does seep into everything you do. And then it's like, I realized it's like a poison. I mean, you do it to protect yourself, but then you end up doing QAs looking like a homeless person. And that's when you know, like, oh, this might be too much apathy. Like maybe I, maybe I should, you know, I mean, because there was a while there during the pandemic where I couldn't color my hair and I just thought, well, fuck it. I'm just going to go balls out ugly i'm just gonna not do any makeup 
I won't shower. There were days when it was just like, hi. I, like, and I see myself now in those videos and I'm like, why did I do that to myself? I don't know. It's all part of the process, I guess. So being heavy is a part of that. Not caring if you're fat is not the same as body positive, I don't think. Right. And not caring if you're healthy is not the same as treating yourself or listening to your body. It just means you are, it just means you're treating yourself like shit. Think about all the things, you know, I don't know. Anyway, so it was an epiphany. It was a slightly unrelated epiphany about that. So I don't know. I just kind of think that's important. It is Because important. I wonder, I wonder how many people are not doing their podcast during this pandemic because apathy has seeped into their coping mechanisms and they just don't, you know, if you don't care, you don't do it. You don't want to care about what's happening. Therefore, you don't have to do anything that makes you feel something because it's too hard. Sometimes it is too fucking hard to feel. Mm -hmm. It just is. But I, yeah, I kind of wanted to talk about it because for those of you who are listening right now, what is it that you're refusing to feel something about? Is it poisoning that thing? Is it poisoning momentum or your Instagram feed that you've worked hard on or your shoe collection? I don't know. Or or your friendships or your relationships or your, you know, like how many people have you stopped talking to that you saw every day because it just hurts that you don't have them right now? Like, don't let those things, you know, apathy is, it's not hatred, but it's an equal, it's an equal opportunity offender when it comes to negativity. It's negativity disguised as protection but it's not i don't think it is i that's what i've decided also medical marijuana can provide these epiphanies for you too i well, i think I, i'll layer like another thing that i responded back to you as well because yes all of the things that you said but the thing that i think that i saw from the core of what you shared with me is that if you were to dig all the way through it's about pain it's about dealing with pain and being able to manage the loss. It's hard. A, a big loss that you had. And the, your capacity as a human to be able to deal with and go through all of the great... Because it's like, I mean, yeah, huge. And so what I asked for you was like for you to reach out to somebody, a professional yes. that can hold the space for you to go ahead and feel the pain. Because I I think that, yes, we what is holding us back and all that stuff, I think we can hear it here. But I also am I'm really um, a proponent of being able to be in a safe space in order for you to process this out. And at this point, you haven't allowed yourself the space to do that. It's true. I've picked out a therapist, but I've not emailed them to see if they're taking new clients. It's like one step at a time, you know, like I know who it is. But no, you're right. And I know that it that it takes time and it also doesn't feel it's sort of like when you're detoxing, because there's a point when you're doing a detox where you go to like two, three days, possibly even a week where you feel horrible. You feel like you're you're like dying. You feel like you're dying. You feel like everything hurts. This is this can't be living. This is so you need. That's why when you go through a detox, you actually have to be have a community around you. You have somebody who's gone through it. They can tell you where it's going to get better. You have to just keep going. And if you try to like open up like the box of the feelings, if you're in a place where you cannot process it or have the capacity to go through it, you're just going to shut the door and you're going to keep doing what you're doing. 
It's true. Is what I'm, I'm grinning saying. only because I imagined an apathy detox has like Melissa Manchester's like, don't cry out loud. Oh my God. You know, like, like, Dude. like sad songs, tissues, <sighs> um, movies about cancer and people dying. You know, like that's an apathy detox, right? I will say that since having had this epiphany, I also realized that it has bled over into my closest relationships. Like that can bleed into your mm. relationships with your children distancing yourself emotionally from your children, yeah. from your spouse, being afraid that if you love them, something will happen to them and they'll leave. And then you, you know, you'll be broken yeah. again. So because you don't want to be broken again, you just, you love them, but also it stops right here. Mm-hmm. You won't go any further. And I don't want to have relationships. I'm, it's honestly, it, it prevents hurt, but it prevents joy. It's mm-hmm. not that fun mm-hmm. to feel meh. About everything all the time. I would like a t-shirt that says meh. There's plenty of those. It seems like there are many people that love that. Apathy. (laughs) It's, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so it's just something I wanted to see if you guys wanted to send us feedback about or think about how that's bleeding into your daily life. Like how much do you not care about your surroundings, about what you look like, about your relationship with other people, because it just hurts. Mm -hmm. Cause even if you aren't in a a similar situation where I've already been through like tons of grief and, and heartache, but like just this situation now is very painful, too painful to deal with on some level. So I don't know. I'm not saying I certainly don't know how to deal with it. Cause I'm not a psychologist, but I like to play one on TV. So let's talk about it next time. <laughs> you look like can. that dude. Who's that guy? Kramer. With the, with the hair. Yeah. Oh, my God. I look God. like Kramer. Your hair is yeah. like straight. I mean, that would well, because be Because kind of, since oh I'm God. on the bed, I can just sort of like, this is what I would look like upside down. <laughs> Guys, I'm on a gravity chair. Only this would be like this. The cartoon Dilford. <laughs> oh, yeah. Dilbert? Now you right. got the Larry Dilbert. Fine. What about the um, guy on Dilbert whose hair was like this? Yeah, exa- you know? Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. Is that yes. who you meant? Look at that. That is just <laughs> too much. It does not deal with the laws of gravity. Anyway, thank you guys so much for listening. I'd love to know how it's leaking into your lives once you've thought about it. Let me know. Let us know. Let, you know, let us know what you thought about this episode. You can find all the show notes at ShePodcast.com. You can find us on social, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at ShePodcast. You cannot, however, find us on Periscope. It's never happening again. <laughs> and it won't ever happen for anyone again. It will never, ever happen again. Just so you know, if you're interested in coming to ShePodcast Live, we are going to be raising the prices very, very, very soon. So go to ShePodcast.com forward slash live. Check out the ticket prices. They're the lowest now that they're ever going to be. And join us in Arizona. You can also buy a virtual ticket. You can always switch it up later. Shepodcast.com forward slash live. I think we're ending on a weird note, but it's cool. We will see you next time. Love you. Mean it. Bye.